Hi, my name is Leslie Nicholson and I lead the Songsters, which is our adult choir at the Birmingham Citadel Corps of the Salvation Army in the UK Territory. In the absence of our weekly rehearsals, we have tried to think of new ways to stay connected. We've been sharing singing tips and chatting to a different member of our group each week. We hope you enjoy listening. And here we are for week four of our singing tip of the week, where we're thinking about vowel shapes. Vowels, so important because they carry the sound um, and we want them to be beautiful. Obviously, consonants are important as well. Otherwise, we'd just be making beautiful sounds with no meaning. But the vowels are where we have the potential to make beautiful sounds together. So we want our vowels to be bright, blended and beautiful. So I won't go over what the basic vowel sounds are. Um, Lucy spoke about that. If you look on the Canada and Bermuda Territory, the Gospel Arts page there, there are some exercises which involve changing the vowel sound um, using lots of different vowel sounds similar to what we've used in practice before something like and you can change the consonant or we've done another one um ping pong ping ping a pong ping ping pong ping pong ping a pong ping that sort of thing, using lots of different vowel sounds. But actually, I think you probably can't do better than just singing long, um, trying to make those beautiful basic vowel sounds that we talked about before with a and making a nice forward oo sound on the last one but still trying to maintain the r sound you want to um, have almost like you're doing a yawn that space at the back of your throat so it's really open um, and then maintain that whilst just changing the shape of your lips the shape that your mouth makes while maintaining that space inside your mouth just to keep it beautiful and open and bright so we want our vowel science sounds to be beautiful uh, to be bright and to be blended so sometimes we might artificially almost brighten a vowel sound just to perhaps help the pitch but also just to make it sound like what it is to make it sound more beautiful so a word like angel you want it to convey that um, image of beauty and light so you're not going to sing angel and finish on that it doesn't even I'm looking at myself in the camera and it looks awful because it's like oh that horrible sound really dead and flat whereas if we sing angel straight away we brighten our faces we brighten the sound and it really helps so we want bright vowels open vowels we also want blended vowels. Um, it's difficult because often we come together as a group with different regional accents and there's a school of thought that says we should all be singing um, choral pure vowels. It's sometimes difficult though. I know years ago I was in Northern Ireland and I was teaching them the song that many of you are familiar with, um, Spiritual Medley. 
and it has the little chorus in it that goes, I'm going to sing, sing, sing. I'm going to shout, shout, shout. However, in Belfast, they sang, I'm going to sing, sing, sing. I'm going to shout, shout, shout. And it was a bit, there was that moment of like, do we try and change this vowel sound? But we really couldn't. And I couldn't without having drawn all sorts of attention to why I was changing it, which I didn't want to do. So we went with it because at the end of the day, they were all singing the same vowel sound. It was blended. So we lived with it. Um, but within a group, that's one thing we really, really need to do. So our vocal sounds, our vowel sounds need to be bright and they need to be blended. They need to be all the same, whatever we agree that we're going to do. And they need to be beautiful beautiful that ooh sound in there actually the ooh sound I know we've talked about the r sound but the ooh sound is also a really good one to practice um if you've got a favorite songster song or another melody that you like just sing it along to an ooh sound it's very difficult to make a harsh sound or an edgy sound when you're singing to the ooh sound and if you can make that a nice forward ooh and not a wide ooh, none of that Ooh, then that is a really good exercise just for making a beautiful, a beautiful, see what I did there? Sound, okay? So thinking about vowel sounds, thinking about making sure they are bright when we're in a group, making sure they are blended and making sure they are beautiful. That's my tip of the week. And one thing to do, if you can think of a song that hasn't got too many words, if something comes on the radio that you know well, or you've got a songster song in your mind, nothing too fast moving because it's a bit tricky, but just try and sing it with the vowel sounds. Cut out all the consonants, all the beginnings and the ends of the words and just make all the ooey sounds and try and make it as beautiful as you can. That would be lovely. Won't it be lovely when we can all sing together and make those beautiful sounds together again? Thanks for listening. Bye. Come on in. Hi. Nice to see you. Okay. So, if you could be driving anywhere now, if we could be off somewhere, where would you want to go? Well, a few years ago, we had a short break in Ireland. And we drove around County Wicklow, which was really beautiful. And I've always wanted to go back. So what I'd really like to do is go over on the car ferry again to Dublin and then drive down the East Coast. Uh, you pass a place, a seaside place called Bray, which I think is perhaps where the vicar came from in that tune, Vicar of Bray. I save my head, my head and the parish of Bray. <laughs> <laughs> down the east coast and I'd like to go around the southern tip of Ireland, the Ring of Kerry, which is apparently is absolutely beautiful, and then right round and up the west coast, which is called the Wild Atlantic Coast, which I'd absolutely love to see. So yeah, that's what I do. And as it's like my dream road trip, I would like the weather to be good and I'd like to be driving a VW camper van. Yeah. <laughs>
you don't want much then but it does sound pretty perfect um what would you have to keep you going sort of snacks or sweets kind of wise yeah well on a long journey i do like mints any sort of mint and i like those fruit sweets that you get in the cute little tins those are nice but what i'd really like is to stop every perhaps three or four hours or maybe two or three hours for a cup of tea and a chocolate biscuit perfect right so on this long journey who would be your ideal traveling companions um well i think i would like someone coming along in the car who made me laugh so I've decided I would like Michael McIntyre. On the motorway, when you hit traffic, you know, suddenly you're going 70, 80 miles an hour, then suddenly there's traffic, you have to slow down. <gasps> that was dangerous. I went from high speed to nothing. But your thought is no longer with yourself. Your thought is with everybody behind you. I must warn them. I must warn them of the breaking danger that lies ahead. And I will use my hazard warning. Can you see me? Can you see that you must slow down? You're looking in your rearview mirror. Have you clocked me yet, my friend? It's a lovely moment, they're like, I see you, and I shall warm the one behind. I'm warning. <laughs> you even feel quite excited when you see it in the distance. <gasps> We're working as a team! I'm coming! I'm coming! Because I think he's so funny on the television, and I'm sure he'd be able to think of all sorts of things about the places we're passing and visiting. So I think he'd be really entertaining. And also, I'd be interested to find out how he became famous, how he started his career, and how his journey to fame. That'd be really interesting. And I'd also like one of my ancestors. I've been researching our family tree for a few years now, on and off. And I'd really like to meet my great aunt Harriet, who according to the 1891 census was dressmaker. Because I like sewing, it's my hobby. And I'd like to ask her who she made clothes for what sort of clothes she made. And also, I understand that domestic sewing machines weren't widely available until 1885. So I'm, I'm wondering, did she have a sewing machine or did she do everything by hand? I mean, whichever really be really hard, I'm sure hard and long work. But I just hope, and I'd like to ask her if she got some enjoyment and satisfaction like I do today from my sewing as a hobby. And lastly, because I think I'd only have room for three, lastly, I would like Paddington Bear because I just think he'd be so much fun. He'd be an absolute liability and we'd have to look after him, but he'd be really a lot of fun and he's cute and he's cuddly. Okay, so given that that's a bit unlikely that you're going to get to travel with all of those, especially Paddington. Hello. Bless you. Um, say you're on your own traveling along um are you likely to be listening to the radio music whatever well i'm usually driving in silence now if i put the radio on it's usually radio too but i used to enjoy listening to my cds but since i've had this car wonder of wonders no cd player so i've got all these cds here I've got The Wanted, I've got Pixie Lot, I've got Jess Glynn, I've got Ed Sheeran. I just love listening to them, and now I can't. So if there's anyone out there, and I know you're out there, you could help me, tell me this, which weird and wonderful way do people listen to 
They're musicking cars now. There must be some way. So, help. I'm sure there is, Jill, and uh, perhaps they'll be able to give me a hand as well because I still haven't really mastered that. Um, okay, we're getting towards the end now. Um, so how long have you been a songster? Um, always at Birmingham? Well, I was commissioned as a songster when I was 16, so I've been a songster quite a while. And have I always been at Birmingham Citadel? The short answer is no. Um, and there's long answer, so you'll need to sit still and concentrate. I was dedicated at West Bromwich Corps. While I was still a baby, my mum and dad transferred to Tipton Corps, where I grew up with my brother Wes in the army. When he was 16, Wes transferred to Birmingham Citadel and I followed a few years later. Then, when I got married, I transferred to Craver Heath to be with my husband. Eight years later, we both transferred to the Citadel and we've been at the Citadel for 32 years. <laughs> 32 years. Crazy. So in that 32 years, have you got a favourite song? Something from way back or perhaps more recent? It's been quite hard to choose a favourite song because I love so many of the songster songs and I think it's true to say there's only one of our songs that I don't like and I'm not going to tell you that now, no. no I'm not going to tell you now because you've asked me for the favourite. So my favourite has got to be I Lift My Hands. I think it's an absolutely beautiful song. I love the words, I love the music and it's very special to me. I often feel drawn to the Lord when I'm singing in the songsters and this song really explains just how I feel. Um, it reminds me of my need of the Lord in my life and it's special, very special to me. From the river flows the ocean, after darkness comes the light, as the desert thirsts for water so my soul it longs for you. I lift my hands, you lift my heart. I lift my voice, you move my soul. And I am drawn into your presence where I rest in arms of love and grace divine. Like the flowers need the raindrops and the moon it needs the sun. I am empty without your love. Come and fill me up again. This just perfectly explains of my need for the Lord in my life and I thank him that he has always been there for me and always is there for me. That's lovely. We're going to really enjoy listening to that now.
To know more about our group or our church, please visit our website or social media pages and feel free to contact us. God bless you.